Hey guys, let's see this thing on. It should be on. Okay, hopefully you guys can hear me. But I want to make this video talking about the upwards and downwards spirals. Oh, fuck. Ugh. Oh man. I want to talk about um, the upwards and downwards spirals of the game. I think this is such a topic I always want to talk about. I was like, when am I going to make this fucking video, John? When am I going to make this fucking video? This video is so important that, you know, my, one of my students is like, John, you should talk to people about this. Hey, guys, what's up? So let's talk about this. What is the upward and downward spiral? Have you ever realized one day you're doing day game, everything's going upwards? And it's like, great. You feel great emotionally. Your social skills are very, very sharp. It seems like you're always on the winning side. And have you ever noticed sometimes everything is like the opposite? It just goes in a downward spiral. And you're like, what the fuck? You're getting rejected like crazy. All the numbers are flaking. Your fashion is shit. Your hair is shit. You feel bad. So exactly what's causing it and why unblocking these sort of issues with your game could fix a lot of the issues in your life. So let's begin. Remember, I haven't planned this, so I'm just going to wing it off the top of my head, okay? Probably wondering, like, oh, what are you wearing, John? This snakeskin outfit. It's like, what the fuck? Right? I got it from Zara. Hey, man, what's up? So I got, <coughs> I got this from Zara, and exactly. I don't know if it works or not because I need to field test it more. I'm not, I'm not exactly a theorist. I don't make theories. But I notice a lot of Asian girls, when I'm day gaming, seems to look at me. And that's not the right outfit, but that would be a different topic. You know? Maybe I should switch outfits. Before I talk about upwards and downwards spiral. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's fucking stupid, but so imagine that this is how the game works, okay? As you guys know, it's looks, right? Money, status, and game. So one, two, three, four. Looks, money, status, game. And we know from the game category, there are four categories. Okay. There are four categories. Shit. Maybe I should wear this. What if I fucking get like ink all over this? Maybe be careful. That could happen. Anyways, back to sneak scheme. So look money stats plus game. We also noticed that for game, there are four categories, right? Four categories. Number one is what? They call it social skills. Number two is what they call social calibrations. Okay, that's good enough. And number three is what they call game or persuasion. And number four is what they call emotional emotions. By having, you know, 
So a lot of these things could be upwards or downward spirals. When you look at the chart, it can either go up or it can go down. So what I try to do with the students is, and they thought this is really cool, you know, looks can go up or down. All this stuff can go up or down, really, when you look at it, up or down. For example, if you have a shitty fashion, would that make you feel better about your self-esteem? Or would it make you feel worse for looks? You start to feel a little bit worse because your fashion is kind of bad. So this becomes what they call blockage. It's like instead of going upwards, you're going in a downward spiral. So a lot of my students, once you correct any of these issues on this chart, okay? Once any of them are corrected, you'll notice your life will start to get better in day game. So in fashion, I pick all the fashion of my bootcamp students. I pick the fashion of everyone. All my students are always asking me, John, what do I wear? And I tell them. So imagine this. If it's your self-esteem, for example, self-esteem. So here's your self-esteem, okay? And here's your ego. And you got to pretend that it's like on an equilibrium. It's kind of like a chart like this. You know those balancing kind of charts, those things? If one goes up, the other goes down. So just imagine this one of those balancing things. It's like if you put too much self-esteem, like more self-esteem goes up, the ego can go down. So it's like up and down. But looks, by students improving their fashion, okay, I, I don't mean by your fashion because a lot of you Indian guys would choose Bollywood fashion. But by improving the self-esteem, for example, it goes up. The ego goes down. And you dress better. So your self-esteem goes up. Hope that makes sense. Okay? A little bit. I hope that makes sense. If you guys got any questions, you can go ahead and ask at any time. I'll be happy to answer it, you know, relating to the topic. So when the ego goes down, what happens is that you dress like shit. And I notice a lot of you, especially Asians, have really messy hair. Indian guys, you know, the coconut oil hair, left to right. And a lot of them dress like absolute garbage. And that's a manifestation of low self-esteem. It really is a manifestation of low self-esteem. So when I correct these issues in the fashion, for example, the self-esteem goes up and the ego goes down. When the ego goes down, the left brain is no longer affected, the logical side. And when I teach stuff, they're like, oh, I get it now, John. I get it. Before they couldn't get shit. They're just like, John, you're not smiling. You're not happy. Therefore, I'm not listening because I'm offended because the ego was too fucking high and also the self-esteem was too low. So correcting this first issue in the looks department, for example, even a haircut, haircut, something that's so easy to do, but for Indian students or Asian, it's so hard to do, to maintain their hair, to have a, like a nice hairstyle. And how do you feel when you have a nicer hair? Do women respond better to you? Let me ask you guys a question. Yes or no? And the answer is yes. And by better hair, do I mean like gel and shit in your hair? Whereas that kind of old technology, a lot of you are like, oh, uh, I guess that's kind of old technology. Okay. And also wax or fucking air dried towel hair. You see a lot of Asian guys having this air dried towel hair, messy hair, and they don't care anymore. What does that do to their self-esteem, especially when the RSD victims approaching?
self-esteem goes down. So they go in a downward spiral. Hope that makes sense. For example, money. Money is something that I've noticed among students. The guys who are hard cases, the guys who have like some kind of Asperger syndrome, those kind of guys, for them, their self-esteem tanks when they don't know how to make money. So this is why I call it the high income skills. It's very important to develop some high income skills in your life. For example, what goes uphill and what goes downhill? It's very simple. I had a mentor called Dan Locke. So you got to think it's like a, this is not my concept. It's called wealth triangle. Okay. So in the beginning, on top, we call it high income skills. His high income skills. Number two is what they call scalability. Just put S, C. Scalability. And number three is called investments. So NIS, S, and I. By working on your high income skills, I don't mean high income job. For example, a high income job is like a doctor. What happens when you go to a different country? You're a doctor, but you just decided one day you're going to move. I got a lot of students who are Africans who are doctors and stuff, and they move to a different country. Can you transfer that job over? The answer is no, you can't. You see that? You cannot transfer over the, the job. So therefore, you got a high-income job if you are a dentist in a certain country, but you don't have any high-income skills. High-income skills could be like your, vo your vocal coaching, your vocal abilities, your ability to publicly speak in front of the audience like I can do. High-income skills could be like copywriting, because I write my entire website myself. I don't have, it's not like I pay like $15,000 for every sales letter and somebody writes it. I write it myself. Sales skills and also, you know, coaching, stuff like that. These are all high income skills. When it comes down to it, that's all you really have. And that's very important to have good high income skills because people don't invest in themselves. So they go in a downward spiral. They feel like, oh shit, I'm not making enough money. I can barely. You know, pay the rent and shit like that. Or they feel like, you know, they're just, it becomes a downhill spiral. And this is very common among students who have Asperger's and heart cases. They struggle with money investing. So once you make enough money, let's just say you have this high income scale. You want to focus on uh, scalability. Some people like to run ads. Some people like to scale their business. Some people like to have multiple restaurants, whatever the fuck they're doing. And number three is called investments. If an investment can make 10% back, it's a good investment. And sometimes the best investment is in your high income skills. So that's why people buy my courses and stuff, or they take my coaching. They're getting some kind of skills out of it. And also my products are investment, like Elite 30 from Hard Case to Hero. People go back over and over for the social skills. So let's talk about status, okay? So you want to get the money going upwards. And that's what happens. There's a lot of students like, money goes upwards the status your status can always be improved it, it can always be improved so there's two types of status you have earned status and natural status so unfortunately your natural status you know there's a hierarchy if you look white and you're like a different race you still got the ethnicity of a white person if you look like a black person which is the second highest you're still considered black. You can say whatever race you want. Women will still treat you like you're black. Number three, you got the 
Latino, but you're not Latino, you're Indian, but you look Latino. Guess what? You're still considered um, Latino. So that's something to keep in mind. <coughs> and for earned status, right? For earned status, you can always have a cooler lifestyle, especially if you want to use Instagram and stuff like that. That could definitely improve your lifestyle. So this is something to keep in mind. It's, you can always go up and down, really. You know, if you're a club promoter, you got some cool ass shit going on. You can always improve your lifestyle. And let's talk about the game. This is the, what I really want to talk about with you guys. A lot of you don't really understand this, but social skills can always be improved. I've noticed with the students who are hard cases, I will make them talk to 10 people a day. That means at first they just talk to their coworkers. They talk to all these people and they're like, Hey, how's it going? Oh, that's cool. Nice to meet you. Yeah. How, how are things going? That's great. Blah, blah, blah. This is normal small talk. That's what they call it, small talk. By improving the small talk ability, you can actually improve your game. People are like, you can really improve your game by talking to people like that. That's correct. Social skills is a big thing because you can't navigate a social circle. You can't talk to women properly unless you have some kind of social calibrations. I have some students who don't know how to talk, listen at the same time. I have other students who uh, can barely keep up a conversation. They run out of things to say. So basically, by improving the social skills, you'll notice that things become a lot easier in all areas. It becomes an upward spiral. But however, if you don't work on the social skills and you try to RSD it, you try to do this half hug, you try to do all this creepy shit, what happens is you will go in a downward spiral. And, and trust me, a lot of people in Vancouver has gone in a downward spiral, these RSD victims. They always think, well, um, you know, we're a hoodie and shit and fucking that creepy as shit, autistic as shit, high-fiving as shit, hugging as shit, touching our shoulders, and that's creepy. So socially calibration, social calibration is something that most POAs kind of lack. So how you that's how you make it go upwards. You see that? Talk to 10 fucking people a day. Talk to the fattest girl you can find. You don't want anything from her. Just talk to her. Just see what happens. Because you're not attracted to her. You can, you know, work on a conversation. You will never bang that. I mean, social calibrations is something that is very important too. For example, I'm wearing back brace. So it helps my posture. I'm always standing up straight. By being like in a constantly good posture. And this is why I teach in my course called Kaizen, which is coming up. I'll make a sales letter very soon. But for Kaizen, everyone's required to have a certain body language, certain facial expressions, certain hand gestures. And when you get used to that, a guy who's very unconfident, I have a lot of students who are very unconfident, Asian students, this and that, and they had a really tough life. They've always been in a downward spiral. But they always, they always will hunch, right? Their neck will be like forward, they'll hunch, they'll look sad, you know, they'll be very depressed. And by being depressed, it shows up in your micro expressions. For example, they might always, like, they always look sad and they always, like, do this. 
they have done this for so long, they cannot get rid of their hunch. Okay? So it's very important that even if you spend the whole day, every day, even like record yourself, just leave a camera somewhere and record yourself and see how your body language looks like. And you'll be very, very surprised that you might have a very um, bad body language. So you'd be like, oh, really? And then you look at yourself and like, that's horrible. But that's what the women sees. So if you start reversing any of these things on the chart, including the body language, social calibrations, even the way I speak, right? You can see that I have a very good vocal tonality, some resonance in my voice, and I'm speaking loud. By improving each of these aspects, you'll start to go in the upward spiral. And for example, here's another one that's very important. It's called emotions. For example, I, you know, I have like mentally abusive parents, seriously, like really fucked up people. And that's not good for your emotions. I can assure you that that's not good for your emotions. So you got to find a way to get over that and go back in the upward spiral. Does that make sense? There's a lot of people who go through a downward spiral, but it's really important that you fix the emotions. There are ways around it, anger management, emotional control, mindfulness, therapy, DTCBT, stuff like that. All this stuff helps you. And learning how to emote too is very important, especially when you're um, learning how to have emotions when you talk to people is very important. Like right now I can speak in a very caring tonality, in the right speed, in the right tone. And when you can learn how to shift these things around, right, life is going to be easier. I hope somebody out there gets it because there's not that many people online right now because maybe they're all gone to work or something. Maybe this is the time they're still working, but that's okay. And lastly, the game. There's a lot of things that could be upwards. If you're always going direct, and I don't recommend this for everyone, especially negative stereotype minorities. It becomes a very Tinder game of swiping left or right in real life. And most of the time, they'll swipe left, and you're going to go through a lot of rejections, and you're going to go in a downward spiral. It's okay to go through rejections, but as long as you win, because all these other categories up here are going to help you win. You win everything else, and the game becomes easier. Hope that makes sense. And then when the game becomes easier, hey, three people now. What's up? Who's there? You like what you're hearing, give it a thumbs up. So basically, once all these categories are in the upward spiral, then you can focus on the game category. Hope that makes sense. Hey, man, you just got here. Yeah, I mean, I should have made this a little bit later, but I don't know. I just felt like making a video now. So basically what I'm talking about is that there are ways to go upwards and downwards spirals. For example, it looks, right? Remember how your fashion was shitty as fuck? And then when you start dressing better, you know, you got better results. You start pulling your shit. So for VB. So that's what I'm talking about. Looks can be upward spiral, but somehow you stop listening to me for fashion at a certain point. You just start doing your way, you know, the Indian way. And you waste a lot of months of just bullshit. So you went in a downward spiral. Does that make sense? So this is one of the points I want to make. And I was talking about how money, you can be an upward or downward spiral too. And so is the status. Having a cool job, having Instagram, shit like that can raise your status, making more friends. And I'm also talking about the game. I was talking about how social skills, if you talk to 10 people a day, right, which is a great piece of advice. 
a great piece of advice. You can actually turn this around. I had students who were complete impossible cases. They feel like they have no chance. They start working out. They start widening their shoulders. And women start to respond to them in a very positive way. And then when they have the social skills, they become a lot more natural in their conversation. And they talk to 10 people a day. And then all of a sudden, one student was like, um, an Indian guy came here. He's like, John, I ran out of things to say. I don't know what to say. And then we start talking to other people here in Vancouver. He's from a different place. I was helping him with his fashion. <clears throat> then he starts speaking normally. I was like, whoa, you can actually speak normally. And most people thought he was very normal because he had the conversational flow with the small talk. And then he said, John, like you sound so natural talking to people. It sounds normal and stuff. Yeah. Because when he saw it at first, he's like, why are you talking to people like that? And how come they all want to talk to you? Because it's conversational abilities. It's not just conversational abilities. That's part of the game. But we're talking about like social skills. This is a different ability. The ability for small talk. And small talk may seem stupid to a lot of people. They're like, why, why am I not talking about the most important topics? Why am I saying, hey, bro, what's up? High five. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Why are they talking in such a way? Why are people broing each other? Because that's social skills. The better you get at the social skills, the more you can build up your status for, um, you know, the social circles and stuff that can be in your Instagram. Hey, man, four people. Say hi. Who are you? So I'm trying to explain the concept of an uphill and downward spiral. So five people. Yeah, more people. Awesome. If you guys like what you're hearing, give a thumbs up. So I'm trying to talk about for the people that showed up. It's like I'm repeating myself like a fucking record. But it's okay. Looks, improve your fashion. You're going upward spiral. Long story short. Downward spiral is kind of like uh, dressing like shit. Like a lot of Asian people or a lot of my Indian students, they have this Bollywood wash fashion. So when that happens, they go downwards. But when they dress upwards and more Zara-like, they start to get respect from women and they start to raise their self-esteem. So the ego goes down, the self-esteem goes up. So when they raise the self-esteem, they feel better. They make more money. They make more money because they learn high-income skills. With high-income skills, this is very important. Six people say hi, what's up? Why are you not saying hi? With high-income skills. So basically, then you can work on scaling your business and then you can, you know, make investments. So it's, it's all related to self-esteem. So a person who's a hard case usually has every single category in a downward spiral. Does that make sense? Now I'm giving you a roadmap of what to focus on. If you focus on all these things, and I'm also talking about social calibrations or social skills. Hey, bro, thanks for another awesome topic. Yeah, no problem. No problem. So if you focus on your social skills, like I said, talking to 10 people a day, right? Just make sure you guys take notes and you guys apply it because your life would change because of this topic. By improving their social skills and talking to 10 people a day, it goes in an upward spiral. Your self-esteem goes up. By working on your social calibrations in Elite 30, my program, which is the body language and all that stuff, by constantly wearing a back brace, which I recommend everyone get. Something that could fit blazers and everything smaller. Okay?
it helps me keep a good posture all the time. So when I have a good posture, I have a good mindset. And that's really important too. It's not just the game that's important. The inner game gets improved. The emotions get improved. You feel better about yourself. You feel happier. So isn't small talk module coming to Elite 30? Don't call it, please don't call it Wayne 30 ever again. Because Elite 30 is the only legitimate version of the program. Yeah, it's called Elite 30. But yes, it is coming eventually. But it's going to take a while. I think uh, it's going to take time. So, hey, I don't know what you're doing again. Great lessons last night, bro. Oh, absolutely. That's part of inner circle. I was teaching um, you know, Larry Guru about the conversational skills. And I went to great detail at this chart. It was so fucking surprisingly awesome that people would shit their fucking pants thinking this is the most, this is what they call it. You're fucking genius, John. It's not to brag, but the things I've taught in the inner circle, I'm surprised all you dumb motherfuckers are not joining it. <laughs> right, Larry Gru? The people I respect, I'm sorry, I kicked out VB. Until you finish your army training, I may consider that you're annoying as fuck. But after that, I may let you join. Okay. I can't believe people are not joining the inner circle Facebook group that costs $140 a year or $15 a month. You have to be fucking retarded. Okay. Join after you finish the army training. And please don't be annoying. That's all I'm saying. Don't be a client from hell. Don't be like monopolizing my fucking time all day and asking questions. And I don't have to take on clients from hell. I'm willing to fire clients. No. And I fired a lot. I fired a lot. So emotions, like I said, get your therapy in order, learn anger management, whatever it takes to get in the upward spiral. What do you recommend for hair? So basically, I use a specific haircut, but you mean hairstyle or do you mean like uh, products? Because first of all, you want the hair up and you want it in one unit. So I use pomade. The specific cut I do is like a fade, okay, on the sides, but it's grown a little bit longer now. But as long as you can make it one unit, like a, like a military, this will not scare off the white girls. You go in the upward spiral. If it's all over the place, like an Asian person, you're going to freak white girls out. So you want to take the SMV of white people and like, like a male model, you know how they have the slick hair or whatever the fuck, pomade and shit. When you have that kind of slick hair, white women, they, they can immediately see it. You're not part of the out group. So when we're talking about like um, status, if you're part of the out group and then you look like a foreigner, so what happens is that white women will be like, oh shit, this guy is not part of our tribe. He's part of the out group. So when you see me dressing up and I can change my fashion, for example, this one attracts Asians. And not, this is not the right tribe I want. But for this one, this one attracts white girls a lot. See that? By having the right fashion, the, the whitewash fashion, you want to be for BL. You want to be as whitewash as humanly fucking possible when you're Asian. You want to fit into the tribe. So that's what xenophobia is. The fear and dislike of other people's culture. And I wish I knew this long time ago when I started out in game. I wish I knew this. When you're wearing baggy clothing, right? For example, this is under the looks. When you're wearing baggy clothing and you have the fucking messy hair, what you're doing is you're going the downward spiral. 
It's almost like all the students who have a problem with um, where's my fucking pen? I'm swearing like a lot. <laughs> like gone from a very nice guy to like back to Dan Penyam. But for a lot, of, the reason I say it like that, not like super fucking happy and swear a lot, is because I'm being honest with you guys. You know what I mean? It's like I wish somebody showed me this kind of tough love when I was growing up and teaching me the game like this. Because sometimes you need to be caught on your shit. But work work on the looks. Make the hair one unit. Use some pomade. And, and a lot of Asian people would tell me, John, um, I, I know I, I use wax or I use putty or I use something else. No, no, you want to use pomade. P-O-M-A-D-E. Pomade. And everyone has a different thickness of the hair. For me, personally, my hair is... I don't know why it's very hard to style. So I use multiple pomades, but they, all the students, as you can see in all of this, when you look at their testimonials, right? Don't they all wear one? Don't they all have one particular hairstyle? That's right. Why does all the students have the same hairstyle? Because there's only one hairstyle that works. Copy them and you get results because you fit in the inner tribe, in tribe. So, and that's the thing about the looks. If one jacket like attracts more Asian girls, I usually avoid it. Like this one may not be working for dating, but I don't know because that's a field test. I don't have any theories. I myself don't have theories until I test it, until it's science. This one attracts white girls. It's more whitewashed. So I don't know which one works. So instead of projecting my theories, right, and saying this is how it is, I want to see the scientific you know, data of it. So I hope that answers your question because it's a good question. Fit into her tribe. Fit into her tribe. Okay. So now that you got all these things done, right? Game persuasion. Let's talk about the game. So if you're an Asian guy, you don't fit into her tribe and you're going direct, you will go in a downward spiral. I'd rather you go indirect or more like situational adaptive. Adaptive. So you don't always have to be like going direct. How you're cute, how you're cute, how you're cute, how you're cute. It's always no, 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 flake, no, flake, no, flake, no. And you might just get an Asian girl or you might get a really unattractive white girl. You know what I mean? You might lock out in the campus college and you'd be like, yeah, I got a white girl, but she's ugly as shit. She's like four out of 10. Unless you're happy with fucking that. So going direct is wrong. And the guys, of course, I teach a very natural style game. It's not like fake naturals. It's not like the local fucking scam lifestyle or gen lifestyle. His natural is, is, is about as natural as, you know, him sticking a feather up his ass and calling it natural and calling himself a chicken. That's what naturals are. They're, they're, like, they're like that. They're autistic. These kind of people in Vancouver have no social skills. And they creep everyone out and they cause controversy because they have no social skills or social calibrations. So in the game, every time you sort of stand like this right up to her, squaring off, you go in a downward spiral because you're scaring the shit out of her. When, imagine I was a big black dude. I was like 350 pounds. Okay? If I stood like this and say, hey, like, hey, BL, what's up? You're like, oh, fucking shit. Are you going to beat me up? He's like, no, no, I'm a friendly guy. But imagine the adrenaline she feels. She's like, oh, fucking hell. 
you just stand a little bit off angle like this and talk to her, have you guys noticed it's much friendlier? You're like, oh shit, it is. If you kind of go like halfway like this, right? She wants to leave again. And when you see these white dating coaches and they're standing up like this, with hands in their pocket, right? And they're talking to her like, you know, like this. What's happening is they're going in a downward spiral too. This is why a lot of these white dating coaches, you know, they kind of suck. You don't see that much proof from them. I've seen better POAs here, naturals, way better. These guys are just guys who have no emotional intelligence. So you see their face does not move when they talk. They're always like, hey, so how's it going? Uh, I thought you looked cute. I'm not gonna they want to be like a fucking James Bond. And the social calibrations is that hands in the pocket, no expression. I don't even know what, the girl doesn't know what they're feeling. So they're trying to use their SMV, their natural status. But you see, by depending on their natural status, a lot of these dating coaches go into a downward spiral. So social skills is important. Moving your hands and talking, moving your face is important. And I offended two people here. I lost two people just telling the truth. But fuck them. Fuck them. I'm not here to make you guys happy. I'm just going to tell you guys the fucking truth. It's not to hate on white dating coaches. I have a lot of white friends. Lots and lots of white friends. And I've been taught by a lot of white people too. Just don't tell you guys that. Okay? But I'm speaking about the dating coaches who don't have the social intelligence or the, you know, the sociopathic ones with no emotional intelligence. They're in a downward spiral. And people like to worship them. I'm just telling you guys the truth. I'm not here to be liked by you. I'm just here to tell you the truth. And they don't have the, they can dress better, but because they have so much SMV, they kind of dress worse. Get what, get what I mean? Because they have it so easy. They have this privilege. They have this advantage. And they're not using it to their full advantage. They can get even more results. They can get even more results than they have. You see what I mean? The spiral kind of goes downwards. Like there are some really good white, white POAs here. Okay? Naturals. But the ones that are teaching in day game, they're, they're shit. And also like um, money, they dress like shit. And I had a student who's five foot seven. He's a white guy. And his fashion was really shit. Not, no offense if he watches this. He, he wore baggy clothing. He made a lot of money, but then he wasn't utilizing all his advantages. When I told him about his fashion one day, right, and I corrected for him for free, he was so impressed. He was so impressed and he kept getting results. Once he changed it and he changed his game, he was working on the social skills. He was not that socially calibrated or the social calibrations. He loved the Elite 30. He thought it was the best program in his whole life. His whole life changed afterwards. Just by, not, not the playbook, it was the elite 30, the social skills. In his life, right, what was going downhill, which he can only get like two bangs from Tinder. He had the uphill battle. He, he was able to do same day lays. He was able to do everything I can do. He could do all that hand-holding, all that shit, kissing. He did all that shit. He's pulling women that are like 8.5 out of 10 in his fucking bathtub. Like three of them. I was like, what the fuck? And he was so grateful because it's all about uphill and downward spiral. I have another student who's like in Asia. He's very skinny. 
So he's very skinny. He's very short. He's he's like five foot four or something. Nobody's gonna know who he is. But then he, he was very skinny. So at first I got him a haircut. So that raised his self esteem. So his ego went down, but his self esteem went up a little bit. So he started putting pomade in his hair. Now he's working on social skills and he's working out. I told him by working out and working on this program, women are starting to take notice of him. And now he feels like, John, why am I going through an upward spiral? I'm feeling happier. My mood feels better working out. And also women are talking to me and taking notice. I'm able to start implementing the social calibrations in Elite 30. What's going on, John? And you look at my other Latino student before. I kicked him out, 17 years old. He was a guy who banged the second hottest girl in school. When he first came to me, he was really hesitant. And, but I, I'm good at talking to them. He took the program. I said, before you join the boot camp, your social skills are shit. It's still shit. But your social calibrations is non-existent. You chase girls. You have bad body language. Guess what happened? First of all, I told him to wear a dress shirt. And second of all, I said, get this haircut. Number three, I raised his status. Because he looked kind of like Latino. He wasn't getting any results. So I said, dude, if your hair is brown and you have bright skin, you might look like a white person. And then you know what happened? It's like, yeah, that's right. So at first, he, I taught him how to dye his hair. He was hesitant. He's like, oh, shit. My dad thinks this looks kind of faggy-ish, right? And I was like, I think your dad's – and I told him, I think your dad's a fucking faggot. I don't give a fuck what he thinks. Just do it. He said, okay. He was upset at first. He was like, I'm not sure about this. And then the next few days, he got a blowjob. He got a blowjob from an older woman who's married. She's Asian. But still, regardless, he was like, okay, what the fuck just happened? He was, he was like on day 10 of Elite 30 for social calibrations. He improved his looks. He still doesn't work on social skills. He doesn't talk to people all the time. He's, he always wants to PUA it. He always wants to game it. But when he started working on this thing, he raised his self-esteem, lowered his ego just a little bit. It went back up now. Fucking, you know, Latinos are sociopathic as shit. I'm just going to be honest. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. The more honest I am with you guys, the more brutally honest, the more results you guys get. Learn from the lessons of the students. So basically, he, he's still doing as fuck. It's okay. He still got his results, and he exited the game with a girlfriend. She's his girlfriend, though. He raised his status, his earned status, because he took a picture with me and my friends in the inner circle. So we all were wearing, like, suits and shit or blazers. And, and she was like... Oh. Why are you friends with these guys? Are you, are you like a businessman now? Are you? He said to her, guess what? For money. Husband material. He says, I'm training. You know, they're teaching me some skills. Some business skills, marketing stuff. And you're like, oh, that's so cool. And she, she like completely fell in love with him. Because he was husband material. He went upward spiral and he got his leg. You know? So it was like, um, I don't know, like, Two blowjobs or something. And actually, yeah. And then one girlfriend, one lay. He seen they lay too from school. And I was like, that's so cool. He, he just fucking imitated me. What I'll do. But it was this upward spiral. And a lot of students have experienced this upward spiral. This is the formula. I'm giving it to you guys. Right here. Looks. Improve it. 
Follow what my students do. Money, improve it, high income skills. Look at the wealth triangle. Look at the status, earn status. You can improve it by Instagram. You can improve it by all this other shit. Your race, work around it. If you're like in a, there's a hierarchy, but work around your weaknesses. In game, you can work on improving your social skills. If you're Asian and you feel like you have lower SMV, really improve your social skills. Talk to a lot of people. Go out more. I don't even go to a bar and just talk to people. Go out there in the streets, talk to people. Don't always think about game, 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 game. Although that's why I teach. Improve your posture. Elite 30 for those who don't have it. It's so important. Do this every single day. I actually make my students do this at work. Sorry. Just if you guys are really liking this, okay? If you guys are liking, give it a thumbs up. You guys are really getting a lot of this because I will eventually have to go back to the bathroom and have to cut this short. So it's only gonna be an hour. Game, like I said, don't go direct, stand 45, don't speak super fast, or you're gonna freak her the fuck out. If you speak super fast in the game, you're like, hey, excuse me, I just want to come by and say hi. You speak quietly. Hey, excuse me real quick. I have a question. I'm speaking. And you square up. And I was like, you'll scare every fucking girl away and giving direct compliments. You won't even hook anything. Every single fucking set will flick on you. They'll run away. You'll go in a downward spiral because you're making the same mistakes that everyone else is teaching. This is why they have no testimonials. This is why other dating coaches have no testimonials. And why I have all the testimonials in the whole industry. I have more than everyone in every day game coach in the world combined. Because it's more than just one category. It's more than just game. It's, it's a combination of everything. Hope that makes sense. Any questions you want to ask regarding this? Because it's so important. Now that you know what to pinpoint and you look at your weaknesses, you say, which one is the upward? Which one's the downward spiral? You might say, oh, okay, emotionally, I'm not that strong. You can say something like that. For me, if I look at the weakness, my fashion is pretty good. You know, make a decent amount of money. Maybe I can improve my Instagram. This is what I can say. And over here, my social skills, if I had one weakness, is a social skill. Right? It's good, but it's not great. It's okay. It's better than most PUAs. But compared to all these guys in Vancouver, there's a, it's a big social skill place. I could definitely improve this area a lot. So if I focus on this, it'll be more of an upward spiral, more opportunities happen in your life, more, you know. So what's the difference between social skills and social calibrations? That's a really good fucking question. So basically, um, calibrations is more in the, my program, Elite 30. I'm not sure if you have it or not. Calibrations is more like a game calibrations. It's more like how you stand. It's more how you use the hand gestures. It's more how you use the facial expressions. You know what I mean? It's more like it's more of a game sort of related calibration. It's more like how you talk to the girl. It's like more like your tonality, more how you connect. It's more like how you, you know, flirt. You know, it's more like how you flirt. It's more like you know how, how you self-amuse. It's more like how you have a conversational ability. Social skills is very different. Social skills is not, you're not trying to game a social circle or your friends or women you hang out with. You see that? The calibrations is to build attraction, is to build that, you know, attraction. But the social skills is like small talk. Social skills is the, the etiquette, the manners that you need to talk to people. The greetings, the first impressions. 
all that shit. But calibrations is more like um, designed for game. So you can see white dating coaches when you stand like this, hands in the pocket in front of you. They're not very calibrated. But this is way more calibrated. In the boot camps, when the students, right, when they speak, okay, when the students speak, when they speak slower, the girl always hooks. So that's more of a calibration. Like, excuse me, I just have a quick question. I was just like over there and I'm over here in Poland right now. But I've noticed that when I see you, you give off a very Ukrainian kind of look. I was curious about you. Are you, what's your ethnicity? The thing is that when you say it with a 45, you say it with a good posture, you say it with a good eye contact, you say it with a good expressions, the hands, you say it with um, the right speed, you say it in the right pauses. There's a lot of small calibrations in Elite 30. You should all get that course. Every single motherfucker here that doesn't have it, shame on you. Shame on fucking you. Because here's a category of calibrations that can change your life. All right, it's called Elite 30. It's not fucking Wayne 30. That's not my course. I don't own that. Or that's not my one. I, I own the course. It's my course. But do not get Wayne 30. Get Elite 30. So, yeah. It's on my site if you want to see it. I'm going to put a link to my site. I'm saying stop being faggots and get this. JohnnyLee.com. That's my motherfucking site. Stop wasting your fucking time going downward spiral. Am I going to release a product on like um, fashion? No. It's only for my students who are in boot camps on Skype. I will never release that kind of information to you. Ever. Ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Fucking ever. Okay, let's continue. Now that I offended somebody, somebody dropped off. Good for you. Don't care. Just telling you the truth. Any more questions related to social calibrations? Because I got to really use the bathroom. How about this? You guys ask some questions. I'll come back. Give me a minute. And I'll read it. I'll read it. I'm only human. Just realize that. I have a lot of drink. I'll be right back. Ask as many questions relating to social calibrations or just upward and downward spiral as you can. You guys like it? Give it a thumbs up. Whatever you're listening to. I don't have to tell you this shit. And a lot of them is like, John, you should teach people this stuff. This is what my students say. Because this is different than what everyone else is talking about in the industry. Give me a minute. I'll be right back.
All right, so basically nobody asked me a question. So it means I have to cut off this very short. But to answer the question again for social skills, a lot of times when you talk to people, you're like, hey, how is it going, right? How are you? The thing is a lot of you guys don't even have a greeting. You just go, hey, and you start talking about your topic. It's very fucking Asperger's like. You, at least you want to say like, you know, good evening or something. You want to have a greeting. Other things is that um, you got to respect people's pro like private space. Sometimes if you give them too much advice and they're not ready, then they're going to be offended. That's another thing I've learned. There's a lot of social rules. Greetings, comments, open-ended questions. You talk about topic, you talk about the comments, like EP30. You make a comment on it, you ask an open-ended question, but you build a good vibe together. Like you have to be interested. Like the book that says, um, win friends and influence people. Like I said, I'm not a master at this social skills part. That is my biggest weakness. Because you know, you probably know I don't give a fuck about people sometimes. I'm pretty direct. But it's like a social lubricant. It's not exactly <laughs> the most optimal way to talk to people. But I'm very direct in real life. So some of my friends like it, some of them don't. Whatever. But this is something to master. This is something to master. Hope that makes a difference. This, this is almost like a social skills has a, a bunch of etiquettes, a bunch of social rules. What in the French it calls social faux pas. When you make a mistake, you know, it's hard to get into the social circles. And most people won't tell you shit. They don't tell you that you're making a mistake. And that's the big secret is that everyone is supposed to know every single rule about social skills. You're supposed to grow up and know everything. You're supposed to, they, they expect you to know that, but you don't always know everything. They don't want to tell you because they don't want to offend you. They don't want to offend you because they don't want to invade your personal space. I hope that makes sense now. Because you guys are like, hmm, that's interesting. So there's a bunch of rules and manners and a bunch of, for social skills. Absolutely. This is why the PUAs or the dating coaches you see, they don't have like a, a cool lifestyle. They don't have like high value friends. They don't have like, there's something off about them. And you're learning from them. And they're playing the game without, they're just focusing on the game aspects, even though the game sucks. But they're ignoring like social skills. Because a lot of these coaches are like autistic and has, they're sociopaths. So now you're playing a game without this, right? It goes in downward spiral. So when you learn from them, it sounds like a fucking robot talking. You try to remember all the lines. I don't remember any lines when I talk. It's more natural. It's the feelings. You got to think it's, um, this is a very important distinction here. Okay. I'll draw another triangle, okay? The first one we call it thoughts. The next one's called feelings, okay? A lot of triangles in here, a lot of triangles. And this is called action. So, so the thing is that this is a CBT concept, cognitive behavioral therapy. If you have like a, in your mind, your belief system is your thoughts, okay? If your thoughts are kind of fucked up, you know, you know how those incels and shit, they're like always saying, oh, they blame women and they have a really fucked up mindset. Or anyone who's fucked up, anyone who's extremist in any category. 
in, in, in any, anything in fucking society. Uh, I'm gonna call, I could call a lot of fucking names, but they're pretty hostile people. If your thoughts are kind of fucked up, right, you go in a downward spiral. Does that make sense? So you wanna make sure it doesn't go in a downward spiral. You need to fix what's up here. And for some of you, it might be RDBT. I'll make a video on it next. Rational and motive behavioral therapy can help. Or CBT, you can go get a therapist. REBT is faster, actually. Therapist takes like years. REBT can be done in 10 fucking minutes. For example, what I teach in my boot camps is that at first I always find out what's the activating event, right? What's, there's always one event in your life that triggered all this downward, downward spiral. Always one event. So what's that event? And when you find it, it's not enough to just you know, talk about it and feel it, like time traveling bullshit, as they call it in the industry. You actually have to talk about the beliefs that you have formed. You're like, because I've been through this situation, I have formed some wrong beliefs, limiting beliefs. So what happens is it affects C, your consequences. Does that make sense? Now the consequences of your life because of that bad event, now you're going in a downward spiral because you've been through, you believe the activating event. And I've heard some really fucked up activating events from my students. They form very fucked up beliefs. It's always like somewhere in your mind. It's like a fucking splinter that needs to be put up. And then the consequences of those beliefs, your beliefs can affect your thoughts, can affect your feelings and action. So those fucked up beliefs can fuck everything up in your life. That's why the D stage is I have to dispute them. After I deal with all the beliefs and stuff, I have to dispute them. And the E, evaluate their beliefs and come up with a new one. And F is for feelings, a brand new feeling. Does that make sense? So the activating event can really fuck everything up in this whole chart. Hope that makes sense. I lost another person, but who cares? So basically, thoughts, feelings, and action. So if you, you're in a certain state of mind, right, when you're day gaming, your feelings over here, if it's a good feeling, let's say you're self-amusing or you're having fun, or maybe you're just a <coughs> flirting or connecting, comfort. Whatever the feeling is, right? If the feeling is pure and it's good, it's accurate. Then the right words will come out, your action. Does that make sense? Thoughts, feelings, action. This is how you get upward spiral. If for people who have emotional problems, it's affected here. So the actions is kind of like different. See that? The actions are a little bit different. And their thoughts could be affected too. The activating event can cause all these problems in your game. Hope that makes sense. Any more questions? Because I'm answering a lot of, like I'm, I'm giving a real deep dive into them, how things really work. This is like the secret of how it all works. It's not rocket science, but it looks like it. All formulas, all algebra, it's all science. Work on, work on all these things. You fix all these issues, then your life will start to go upward in the spiral. At first, it feels like you may work on one thing, right? But you don't feel like there's an upward spiral. You feel like the gravity is still pulling you down. So you have to 10x your fucking action. Make sense? You have to 10x it. So you're working in your fashion and you're copying all my students. You're like, okay, now it's improving. Now it's improving. But you still feel like all these other things are weighing you down. Like, shit. Then you start working on the next one. Next one. Maybe sometimes you need to 10 times your results by 10 times your action. Even I need to do that sometimes. You know, lately I've been a little bit lazy in terms of 
you know, making videos and stuff. I'm sorry. Just a lot of things I'm going to 10x. It's called 10 times in your life. I just read a book by Grant Cardone. Really cool. 10x. Sometimes you need to 10x all these things to move upwards. It's like moving a fucking boulder upwards, uphill. But when you can get uphill, it goes up. Well, that makes sense. If you guys are getting it, give a thumbs up. If you guys are not, because I'm seeing a lot of people dropping off here. It doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a flying fuck. I'm just telling you guys the truth. You guys can do whatever you want with this information. You want to improve your life? Fine. But if you go in a downward spiral, it is your fault. I'm not listening. In three minutes, I'm going to end this, end this video. Because I've given a lot of information and a lot of tools for you guys to improve your life. So when you start improving social skills in working out, improving your fashion, improving your Instagram, social calibrations, and you change your game style, no longer direct, you're going more like a adaptive opener, as I like. It's more natural. Guess what happens? You go in an upward spiral. You start to feel like the boulder is moving forward finally in your life. You're like, shit, now things are going up. And that's how you do it. It takes a lot. Have you ever noticed whenever you have like a really shitty friend, but you get rid of him, but your whole life becomes uphill? Or whenever you deal with goddamn sociopathic people, you always have that crazy people around you. But when you no longer have to deal with that fuck, have you noticed your life starts to go in an upward spiral? The wrong people can downward spiral. The right people upward spiral. The wrong actions can downward spiral. The right actions can upward spiral. The wrong mindsets, right? Thoughts, feelings, wrong thoughts can go in a downward spiral. The right thoughts that you replace it with can go in an upward spiral. It's all related. So my job here as a dating coach is to get people to go in the upward spiral. It's to unblock all the things that are blocking them in the boot camp. And that's what I usually do. And sometimes it takes a lot of drills and a lot of exercises. You see a lot of martial arts sort of things on my YouTube. And it looks tough as shit. It looks like John's like a little bit, some people might think John's a little bit sadistic. He's a little bit psycho, a little bit crazy by making students do so much push-ups and sit-ups. No, it's not that. It's because I care. Because I care because I need to get your upward spiral going. Hope that makes sense. So besides that, um, yeah, any questions? If you guys are not asking questions, I would just, no. I'm going to write this. Ask questions or I'll leave. Good time to ask some questions relating to this. If this all, all makes perfect sense, then I don't have to say anything else. I don't have to say anything else. Well, I'm going to start plugging in some of the new stuff. I'm going to, what's, what's new? What's new? I'm going to release a video sales letter called Kaizen. Kaizen is like the social calibration course. It's going to start next month. Basically, I already have a lot of students in three months of proficiency. It's a very expensive course. It's almost like five grand or something, something like that for three months of my time. However, you have to do the perfect body language every time. And you have to send to me on WhatsApp because some of my students do that. On WhatsApp, they send me the videos and I critique it. I say, that's total shit. Fix this, fix that. And you have to build one piece at a time. 
They have to do it in front of their coworkers. They have to do it in front of their, their social circle. They have to do it in front of their friends, even day gaming. So for the first piece of the Kaizen, it was like 45 degrees, You're standing 45. And that's really hard to do. For some people, it might take a week to be able to stand 45. Because in the boot camp, as soon as they get uncalibrated, they start turning the upper body like this, their feet this way. But the girl always leaves. No matter how good they spit the game, the girl always leaves. So this is one change. Number two, the neck up. Number three, chin up. Number four, hand gestures. Number five, facial expressions. Number six, tonality. Number seven, you know? All, all these things, when they work together, it feels like, you know how you put like a stick on the ground and you put like a plate. You spin it. It's like, you spin the plate. But it looks like it's going to fall off eventually. You have to spin it again. That's why it feels like we're doing that first one. Then afterwards, you put a second stick and you put a second plate. You spin it. And they're like, oh shit, now, now I have to learn how to stand 45 and now I have to learn how to keep my neck still because my neck moves a lot. It's pretty common with a lot of people actually. And they're like, shit, that's like two of them. How do they get rid of approach anxiety? That's a good question. I have a method of removing approach anxiety in front of the students. Usually I bring them here, I do on Skype. And um, this is top secret, I should not share this. This, I can make a course out of this. I've been able to get rid of the approach anxiety from four students now in less than one hour. I can remove all of the super fear that they have. This is newer. Before, I used to make students kind of like do a lot of sit-ups, push-ups in front of people, do half approaches. But that shit is not as good because their fear, it goes from like 15 out of 10, right? Down to 5 out of 10. This one goes down to 2. I have dealt with the worst case scenarios ever. So this new method is uh, it is a new type of phobia cure. It is so fucking cutting edge. It's going to freak out the whole industry. I'm not sure if um, excellent, excellent. I've earpods with me two approaches so far. Excellent to hear. So now you know about your new conversational skills I've been teaching, which is part of the social calibrations and part of the social skills. That's yesterday's inner circle. I want you to start applying it. Speak a little bit more in the beginning. And try to get more of the investment. Excellent. And when the students say yes, sir, right, they, they usually just do it. And they get the results quickly. I think he's going to be a future superstar. He's part of the inner circle. He's, he's already got laid just by listening to me on YouTube Live. Right? LG. And a lot of people are thinking like fucking testimonials must be fake because, you know, these people are all planted. That's bullshit. Just because you guys have never accomplished this in your life, for other dating cultures, you can't just dismiss it because you got 12 fucking testimonials or 15 or maybe three or six. That's all you got. Your whole fucking career, I can get more of that in one fucking week. You're pathetic because you don't understand this chart. This is where all the testimonials come from. Looks, money, status, game, social calibration, social skills, emotional intelligence, persuasion. When you talk about just the game category for all the dating coaches, I know more and most of you motherfuckers. Because I made more mistakes than all of you guys. And I feel tested every system. Most of it's bullshit in the industry. It's, it's like I can only get what, 1% gold nuggets from here, 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 put them together. But you guys are neglecting the social skills, social calibrations, the fashion, working out. 
that race matters, that you have to adapt to it. So therefore, all your students are going in downward spirals. And you're hurting people. You're hurting my fellow Asians. Asians need a lot of social skills. They need a lot of social calibrations. They, they should stop going direct. They should stop putting hands in the pocket. And the biggest problem is that when the Asians, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through a Dan Pena moment here. Okay. The biggest fucking problem is when Asians have this sort of mentality that they need to have no facial expressions. It's like the Asian poker face or Asian Botox face. It's like, it's like fucking stuck. Hey guys, I thought you're cute. I'm going to flirt with you. I'm connecting with you. It looks like that. It's the autistic fucking face. Like even like tranny fucker here with that self-proclaimed thousand leg count with fucking autistic face, no emotional intelligence. You think I'm fucking stupid? You don't think I can see through you? Why you got 15 fucking testimonials? Idiot. These are seeking arrangements. Of course, the women will bribe you eventually for the money if you don't give it. I'm not fucking stupid. I have a friend who did the same shit. This is when you get advice like from these dumb motherfuckers and it hurts, it hurts my fellow Asians. Because where's the social skills? I mean, it's good that you have the mindset for the game, but where's the social skills? Where's the objections dealing that's done properly? Where's the emotions? And that's the problem. Most Asians, when they flirt, right, they can't even change their tone. I was just looking at your legs, right? Just um, they, they, they talk like, it's, dis it's distracting me. Uh, the girl's like, what, what are you talking about? How is it distracting you? No, no, no. no, it, no. What I'm saying is that, you know, your legs... You know, because you work out, right? It's a little bit distracting. And she's like, how does... They have to explain it. Because they can't hit the notes. Like, oh my God, look at your legs. It's just sound very uh, distracting for a second. They can't even do that. So therefore, they go in a downward spiral in the game. Right? Are you planning to visit Toronto anytime soon? Eh, maybe sometime in the future. Just a quick visit. If there's enough people that want to take a boot camp from me there, I might go. I don't have any plans right now, but in the future, I should travel more, I think. Vancouver is such a, you know, a social skill place. It's like the top social skill place. That's why it's so hard in the world. Like, I know guys who have like 1,600 light counts. But when they come to Vancouver, they only have two. It's not easier. Toronto is way easier. Everyone's down to fuck. That's a great. I think that's Toronto and California are really cool places to be. It's, it's actually very good for Asian men too. You see a lot of, lot of pre-selection there. So, yeah, I actually game a lot in grocery stores. Uh, I used to go to like a fucking no frills sometimes. And sometimes I go to the dollar store, the Dollarama. We're shitty. Like everyone, every woman there, right? Uh, the white women are poor as fuck. So I used to wear like a fucking Dan Pena blazer, right? Like a striped suit. Well, we're very expensive shit. I go in the dollar store. Everyone looks at you. It's a, it's a lot easier. I know it's fucked up. But man, Dollarama, you know, where I used to live, Robson. Holy fuck. There's always a hot girl that keeps them. Um... New York City is hard, but it's nowhere near as hard as Vancouver. It's just a huge volume. It's considered harder for American standards, but compared to Vancouver, you'd be, you'd be slaughtered here. So that's why people like coming here to Vancouver to train. When they go back to those places, it's a lot easier. So, see, I always go to the mall that's 45 minutes away to game. The Walmart here sucks to game. 
Yeah. Because you're dressing like shit. You're, you're dressing just as shitty as the white girls there. <laughs> They're poor. It attracts a lot of fat, poor white girls. You dress like shit. So, coach is harder on you. You're just gaming them. You're just gaming. You're not, you have no social intelligence or social calibrations. And emotionally, you're creepy as fuck. So, you're in a downward spiral. That's what's happening with you right now. If, if it's like that long away, you want to use some kind of Instagram, but there's no volume of girls in my town in the game. So, for you, I heard that a lot. Like, guys are saying, oh, fuck. Um, I have a student who lives in the United States. 80% of the places is full of Latinas. So he games them, but they're very racist towards Asian guys. Usually when they're tall, good-looking, and strong, then they go get with Latinas or shallow. But he has been approaching Latinas nonstop, and he just go in a downward spiral. His mind is, like, fucked up. His inner game. See that? So that fucked up his mind. Another student's approaching the rain in Australia. And it's fucking up his mind because they can't build comfort. They're emotional. Get what I mean? So, what a good place to game. Anywhere. <laughs> the fuck? This is not a nightclub. Anything that does not have four walls or whatever is not a nightclub, it is, is, you can fucking game in it. Coffee shops, grocery stores. When you're going from work, gym, anything that you're doing on your daily basis, people don't integrate that into their life. I'm not saying you should day game at work. That's fucked up. Don't shit where you eat. But all the places you go to, you can game anyone, anytime. There's no like law saying that you can't game people and talk to them. Bus stop. What, what the fuck not? It doesn't have to be exactly like one place, like one mall or one street. No, it could be any fucking place. That's not inside a nightclub that you're paying for a cover. Everywhere is fair game. I don't care if you go into Victoria's Secret. I'm not saying you should. In fucking game. Anywhere is fucking fair game. And that's the thing, though. You go out there to practice, right? You go out there to practice your game. You can schedule practice in the streets or whatever. But when you see that girl you like, you're like, that, that's fucking perfect. Oh, but she's not in the streets. She's not in the mall. Who gives a fuck? She's in the coffee shop. Just go and talk to her. You're using your fucking skill and you're transferring over there. Make sense? You're transferring your skill right into there. So how much is the one-day boot camp in Vancouver in CAD, please? Um, the thing is that I'd rather people take three days. I don't like people just taking one fucking day. It's annoying as shit, but it's about one grand CAD. So you might think, oh, it's expensive. I think that's cheap if 97% of the fucking students are pulling or getting late. And now that I got somebody to help me like with the videos editing, how about I flood my fucking channel full of students pulling and getting late on the bootcamp? Because people, because I didn't have the patience to do all that shit. So this is a downward spiral for my money because I couldn't actually edit all this shit. I was too busy. But imagine seeing that right in front of your face, all the students are getting results. And you see me yelling at them, making them do squats and shit. That'd be so fucking awesome, wouldn't it? You guys like that. And maybe I can make them in the trailers because you guys are like, you have no fucking attention span anymore. Most people have no attention span. They're just... Like, you have less attention span than a fucking goldfish. And this is a scientific fact. A goldfish has six seconds attention span, is one of my students taught me. You guys have five. 
You guys have five. So yes, it's a grand. And you're like, oh, it costs too much. Exchange rate, whatever. Yeah, it's my price. Don't like it? Just go fail somewhere else. Look at the other dating coaches in Vancouver. How many day game testimonials? How many night game? A few. Okay, a few. How many day game? Zero. Especially like when tall, good-looking Asian guy. Zero testimonials. I was like, what the fuck? How can you get zero in day game? Because they say looks don't matter. Bullshit. So dress like shit. Hair doesn't matter. That's, but he's super good-looking. I think he's gone now. He's fucking dead. He's no longer teaching shit. Fuck him. He only comes back when he needs more money to fool the sheeps. Money. Oh, yeah, money doesn't matter. Bullshit. Get a lifestyle. Race doesn't matter. So what they'll tell you here locally. Bullshit. Adapt for your race. You're whatever race, you have to make more adaptations in other areas. Oh, it's all about being direct and because, like, uh, uh, um, if you're not direct, right? Blah, 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 blah. It's like all these bullshit theories. When, when, when a guy is tall, good looking, has a lot of money, he's better looking than white people, and his game is shit, and he's telling you guys to do this, you guys are not getting results. Whose fault is that to listen to it? Because you guys are dumb. You're like, oh, if the coach got results, you got results. No, no, no. Coach is like fucking nine out of 10 in looks. Money is, he's already like three or four. He's race, right? He's, although it's one out of 10 being Asian, he's still better looking than white guys. His game is shit, but it's, it's over the line. So that's, that's my saying about the price. It may seem expensive to you, but I think for my students, they think it's cheap. They'll pull in a boot camp or get late. You guys think, oh, I, I, what if I fuck up your record, John? You're 97%. You won't fuck it up because I, you do so many squats until you fucking pull or get late. I'm just telling you. I keep you on the line. I punish. I am a tough coach. The toughest, in fact, in the world. Because everyone is so busy being politically correct. Every coach is so busy being professionally correct. They have to seem like professionally. Hey, guys. I want to speak to you. I want to smile. I want to not offend you guys. Get this. Get this idea. Check this out. Look at this chart. They want, they want to like not offend you. If you consider this, to do this, you consider this. I don't want to offend you. And you say, I love you. And I just want to tell you that. What the fuck? I'm just here to get your dick into a hole. <laughs> a hot looking white girl. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this. You know, it's like, oh, but you got to be professional. I'm like, I'm like fucking Donald Trump. These Democrats are like, oh, you got, you're not acting like a politician. You're not acting professional. I'm just like, fuck off. <laughs> you see what I mean? That's the problem. Because everyone's trying to be professionally correct. That's how you're getting screwed. And, and a dumb Indian is like, oh, yeah, where's your infields, John? Dude, I used to post infields, but they're all fucking censored. Nobody, nobody saw them. I don't want to be a fucking worship. Like a fucking sheep's. That's not my marketing. I used to love posting in fields and I used to love like, you know, worship me, I'm a god, right? But I'm tired of that now. I just want to focus on your results. Before I was like, John, the most egotistical fuck, John Wayne. Now it's just like, you know what? That's a lower self. If it's high ego, lower self-esteem. I don't care anymore about the validation. So there's your answer. That's the price. Any more questions?
And stop thinking one day boot camp as you're a cheap fuck. Because remember the high income skills, scalability, and also the investments. If you're getting the investments back and getting late, it's worth it. You're always thinking like, oh, oh, I, two people dropped off because I'm being too direct. It's okay, fuck them. So you see that you don't you don't have an investment mindset. You don't. You don't. Because you don't think you're worth the investment because your ego is high, your self esteem is low. So you're going downward spiral. Hope that makes sense. You don't want to go downward spiral because you need to raise your self esteem. You got to dress better. When you dress better and you wear nice watches, that's what happens to my students. They're no longer diluted on the left side. They're more in the moment. They can be more natural when they speak. They don't remember the fucking lines. And that's what's going to screw a lot of people over. It's, it's all related. It's all fucking right here. When you have that mindset of, oh, I don't want to spend too much money in here. I'm going to pick my own clothes even though it's not mine. You're going to have a higher ego, lower self-esteem. You don't think you're worth it. You won't earn more money, high income skills. You know, then your status suffers. You, you know, game suffers. Your social skills suffers because now you're going for RSD and kind of, that kind of mentality. You're fucked. Social calibration is non-existent. Your emotions will start to fuck up because you're going to start to get rejected all the time. And most people in Vancouver, they always quit. I've never seen a PUA last very long unless they're very sociopathic. I'm not a sociopath. But all the other PUAs who are Asians and stuff, they all quit. They only last less than a year. The shelf life is very low. And therefore, the game sucks. So everything's a downhill spiral for most of the PUAs in Vancouver. It's the naturals who have uphill battle. Uphill. It goes uphill. Spiral. Because they have a lot of self-esteem. Right? They have absolutely perfect social skills. They make a fuck ton of money. I can tell you all the people I'm hanging around with. The inner circle. The PUA. The real inner circle. They're all rich. The fuck? They're all millionaires. Why, why is there mindful? Why is there so much money in their mind? And why are the guys like, you know, VB, right? Who makes so little fucking money. Why are the hard cases making no money? And they're fucking like dressed like shit. And why are they all fucking like no social skills like Asperger's? You see a downward spiral. Why is that pattern of all the students who are hard cases can barely afford to train? Why? And why is all the naturals have high fucking social skills, high emotional intelligence, high social calibrations, and extremely different game? And why do they are good looking? And why are they like fucking making a lot of money? Because they're going upward fucking spiral. Now I'm trying to teach you guys how it's fucking done. It's all here. It's all here. And the other dating coaches and the dumb sheeps that don't get it. You got the Indian students from India who are dumb as fuck. And they're always like, um, the guys from India, not, not my students. I have good Indian students and I have shitty fucking Indian students. They have the highest ego in the world. They should have like a super high ego. So their self-esteem is low. I'm going to explain to you how it happens. So when their self-esteem is low, I don't care about being politically correct or professionally correct. It's the same shit. The rest of the industry is fake news. It's fake game. This is the real shit. The politically incorrect shit. The real shit. So basically what happens with the Indian student is that because the ego is 100% high. The looks is always Bollywood washed. 
bad hair, bad everything, bad clothing. It's not to insult you. So they say race don't matter. So they don't they have, they're socially retarded. They have no social calibrations. They're creepy. They're emotionally like sociopathic. And their game is shut. But then you look at the other Indians, the whitewash Indians, the ones who are married to white women. Their looks, they, they, dread, they have the same hairstyle as me, by the way. All of them. Am I right? Not the big fucking beard. They don't dress with that fucking Indian fashion. Money, they, it's okay. They make some money. They, they still have a fucking high ego. That doesn't change. But however, for their race, right? They're not like a 2 out of 10 hierarchy of Indians. They're like 4 out of 10, which is higher. The whitewash Indians. The guys you see here, the guy you see in London, the guy you see that are dressed Western. And then what happens is their social skills go up compared to the other Indians. Their social calibrations, it's not perfect. But, you know, they have better emotions. Even though they're sociopathic, they're confident. And that's how they get results. Whitewash Indians. So you can see upward spiral and a downward spiral. Right? Two type of Indians. And the social skills. And the, I know this is very scientific. Now you're thinking to yourself, what the fuck? John, you cracked the code. Of course I have. It's all here. I'll give it to you. Here. I'll give you the formula. This is the secret. This is a secret. And just because I'm not super nice to you, professionally correct, doesn't mean I'm not telling you that guys the fucking truth. Where the fuck do you see all the testimonials? Why do you keep happening? I'm telling you guys the formula over and over. In the sociopathic coaches with no game, no social skills, are dismissing it. It's good because we want them to be dumb. We want, I want you guys to get results. I want them to be stupid so I can monopolize and curb stomp you know, the entire fucking industry into the fucking ground. It's simple. Here's the formula. Just follow it. It's right in front of you. It's all here. This is the truth. This is how the game works. If you like it, give it a thumbs up. If you like this, give it a thumbs up. That's all I'm saying. Any more questions? If not, I'm going to get going. I'm glad, you know, I said all this stuff. And I'm glad you guys enjoyed this class. It is so key and so important. I'm surprised the whole industry is not teaching this. And my students are like, John, how come you're teaching all this stuff? But the industry doesn't know. Everything you say is true. Everything works. I'm getting results. Because industry is like, um, honestly, the reason why the industry is going to downhill battle is I'm going to tell you guys the truth. Are you guys ready to hear this? Okay. What is your view on female dating coaches? They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Female dating coaches are like um, all of them. They seem like, imagine this is like a fish, right? Like a hook, a bait. You put a worm on it. They only teach you guys how to get to the, the fish to the bait. So they're teaching you how to comfort. So they're giving you comforting advice. I can tell you all female coaches, all of them, even though they, they, they look like they're your friend. They, they say, I have inside information. I have inside information because I'm female. Therefore, I can give advice. That's fucking bullshit. Every time they give advice, and I teach a lot of students who had female dating coaches, a lot of repair work. I have coaches from Kezia Nobo, um, something lay or something, all sorts of them. Like, they're always fucked up. So basically for female dating coaches, they don't have inside information. They don't have any. Let me ask you a question. Can a fish, right? Teach a fisherman how to fish. The answer is no, because the fish does not want to admit how you actually hook the fish up. 
It really. He only wants to teach you how to get closer to the fucking hook. Right? Does that make sense? MJS. Does that make sense? They only teach you how to get the fish to the hook. Everything else, they'll comfort you. Don't worry. Your looks are fine. They'll tell you bullshit because they, they don't want to hurt your feelings. Have you ever noticed women? They're always like, um, they're always nice to you, but then they flake on you on text. Or also they say, yeah, I'm going to come out and they don't. Because they want to comfort you. They don't want to hurt your feelings. Does that make sense? Women has this drive. They can never say the word no. So therefore, they always have to comfort you. So when dating coaches or a female are comfort, it's not because they're competition. They're just a bunch of attention whores who are narcissistic, bisexuals, a little bit. And they love the attention from other beta guys. And they will never fuck you. They'll fuck whatever alpha male out there. That's it. They'll give you this advice to make money. They're very narcissistic. That's exactly how they operate. That's exactly how they operate. They're awful fucking people. All of them are awful fucking people. And the guys who are the most vulnerable, the Asian guys who go to like Kezia Nobu and Indian guys, and she doesn't give a fuck about you. She doesn't give a fuck. I even had like a London immersion stance before when I was away. I even got guys that went to Kezia Nobu, got no fucking results. They didn't teach him shit. And he almost pulled. He was texting me, right? Like, John, how am I supposed to get the girl inside? He kept walking in a fucking circle. Although I wasn't given credit for that, it's okay. I, 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 usually a lot of testimonials and credits are stolen. It's okay. I don't give a fuck. Because I have so many testimonials a week. I don't give a fuck. I just sort of accept that this is how it is. But if that happens, like, again, I'm going to be very pissed. Having said that, that student, I trained him so much in drills and exercises in social calibrations. He wasn't focused so much on the game. And that's where he got the hottest girl. He, just, he almost got her upstairs. He almost got her upstairs. You see the point? Social calibrations is a 25%. I was making the upward spiral. This one, he felt like, oh, I want to learn more game. But guess what? His game was more natural than the rest. He, was, he could slay the rest. He had the worst looks. But I improved his looks with a hairstyle. It's not like, oh, every student has a particular hairstyle. No, they all have one hairstyle. Mine. Every single one. They all have the same fashion, the same blazer, same everything. It's a winning fucking formula, guys. Why, why, why do it your way? Because the biggest fucking problem is that you're all trying to be a general of your life. You, you, you're not soldiers. You're not like saying, I'm just going to do what John says and take action. Because you guys think you're smarter than me. You guys don't know shit compared to me. You guys are fucking, you are not generous. Do you notice like all the students that come to me and ask for advice? There's so many students. It's like at any given time, they're always asking me for advice on WhatsApp. You know? It's like I'm a general running a war for 20 people's lives in a row. All the time. They think they're the, they're the only fucking person. No, it's like I'm running a war for everyone. Stop doing it your way. Because of the high ego. You think you know better. You think maybe you'll refuel test everything like me. I spent 17 and a half fucking years. In September, it's going to be 18 years. That's when I started the game. That's when I started the game. Come on now. You don't know shit. I feel tested everything. This is what works. Stop doing your way. Put your ego aside. Raise your self-esteem. And then my message becomes clear. Hope that makes sense. Any more questions? Before I go. It's already an hour and a half. 
I hope you guys learn a lot. Go buy a program. Go buy it. Buy Skype. Go buy like a boot camp. Train with me. That's all I'm saying. Train with me. If I'm already the best dating coach in the world, it's not just the best day game coach. I just put that. But I'm really the best dating coach in student results in the world. I have the most testimonials. They're all real. For all you dumb motherfuckers out there, and these students are showing up. They're not plants. How the fuck are you plant something like this? You can't. You dumb twats. They're all real. This is the formula. I'm giving it to the whole fucking world like a free source code. Stop being stupid. Stop being stupid. If you guys get this message, no one can fucking fake testimonials. And that's the funny thing. A lot of people think, oh, because John gets so many testimonials almost every day. It must be fake. No, you're an idiot. You're autistic. A lot of dating coaches are sociopaths. You know that? The reason why you guys are not getting results is because they're all deluded. So how, how does it happen? You say, look, at, think of in your fucking mind. Okay, think of five dating coaches who are your favorite besides me. Not me. I'm not deluded. Think of five, okay? You have in your head? Have you noticed when you look in their eyes, right? They have this sort of sociopath eyes. Am I right? This stressed out sociopath eyes. Yes or no? Number two, let me ask you a question. Are they good marketers? Answer is yes, probably. Number three, have you noticed that they have barely have any testimonials? Because the more deluded their eyes are. The answer is yes. Have you noticed that you know you guys are sheeps because you guys are saying, well, if he gets results, then I'll get results. But you guys are getting no results because he has a higher SMV than you. He has a higher natural stats. Even if you even if they look like white, they look black and they look Latino. We still consider Latinos, whites, and blacks way above you. Are they taller than you? They look like it, but they're tall. The answer is yes. Do you see where I'm going with this? You guys are being fooled by a bunch of cult member sociopaths, narcissistic, Machiavellian, sadistic fucks. Don't be stupid. Don't be fucking stupid. You guys know this is true. And that's why they have no testimonials because they're they're using like a sociopath opinions as facts. They believe that everything they say is the truth. They dismiss everything else I'm saying here. I don't agree with that. Or it's like, I, I don't think so. I have the best system. Well, if you really have the best system, it should work for everyone, right? You should get testimonials like me. You don't have the best system because you have blind spots. These guys have blind spots. They have no fucking social skills. They're emotionally like... No empathy. Okay? No empathy. They dress like shit. And then it's like, you know, they barely, they're just deluded. They don't think clearly. Their ego is super high and their self-esteem is fucking low. This is the truth. So that's your answer. It's, it's all for them. It's all about like a, a, a cult. A cult. And you notice that you guys have been to multiple dating coaches. How many of you been to like fucking six dating coaches? I bet most of you have been so many fucking dating coaches or you just started, but you didn't get any results. The product doesn't work. You go out there, yet everything I teach works. Why? Because I'm not deluded. I'm not a psycho. I mean, I'm not a sociopath. Does that make sense? I'm not like that kind. I'm not. I'm a little bit narcissistic, but I'm not that kind. I don't have those sort of sociopathic bug eye, like Tyler... Julian, all these other people like stressed out. I don't have that kind of eyes. Make sense? 
I have the same eyes as you see Steve Jobs going like this. A determined eyes, a different eyes. Dan Locke, Dan Penny, all these people. Michael Jordan, Mayweather, they all have that determined look, Bruce Lee. It's a different type of eyes. It's a determined, this type of eyes is the higher self, the higher self-esteem. They're capable of doing very good in the world. So we're talking about higher self and lower self. Lower self is lower self-esteem, ego. Higher self is to help other people, not to lose. We all have the same filters. Whoever is number one at the world at their particular field, like I am, they all have the same mindsets. Have you noticed that? We all have the same eyes. We all have the same thinking outside the box. We all have like, you're only good as the five people you're closest to. All the same concepts. Kaizen, practicing at home, rehearsal. You know, no limits to your abilities. Visualize affirmations twice a day. Every single thing, we all think the same. Look at them, Michael Jordan, Mayweather, all, all these people, same fucking mindset. There's a reason for that, why we're always number one. Our mind is designed that way, to process information. And it always works. I'll continue to have the most student results in the world. No one can challenge me. Tomorrow I'll post a testimonial of a student who lost his virginity you know, under my coaching. He even used the YouTube videos and he took the advice like I give here. And he lost his virginity. He got fucked by the, he thought it was impossible, Indian guy. And some Indian fuck is like, why are you posting the same fucking testimony? It's not the same, you twat. There's a lot of new ones you haven't seen. There's some old ones, there's some new ones. But they're always testimonials. And when you look at my site, you can see all 400 of them. I, I listed all of them. What the fuck? If you go to johnnyleet.com, right? go to the bottom. Okay, somebody's texting me right now. Hold on a second. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, I have another um, person. Okay. I'm on YouTube Live now. Okay. So, basically, yeah, I think there's going to be more videos coming out because I finally have somebody who's going to help me video edit. So... Join the inner circle. For people who are like already got laid with my coaching, you're invited to the inner circle. And a lot of you guys are going to take it for granted. One student of mine yesterday, he's like, uh, he's delusional as shit. Bootcamp student. He's already got laid in my first bootcamp. So he was like hesitant to join the inner circle because his self-esteem was so fucking low. High ego. He expresses sociopathic genes because his, his boss is yelling at him too much. And him being like, um, his parents being like that, he expressed it. So, so the thing is that they always have this value thing, this value issue. They usually think that for a sociopath, if you do one good thing for them, or 10 things, right? They don't care. If they do one good thing for you, they think that you're taking advantage of them. I know it's a fucked up delusional mentality, but that's how they think. You help them all this time. They take advantage of you. They do one thing for you, and then now they think they own you. They're deluded as fuck. I'll have to make a video about sociopaths and how they think in the future. 
I think it's very important you guys all learn. They're pretty fucked up. They're delusional. They always have to win at all costs. Always have to win. And a lot of these dating coaches are just screening over. They're just all sociopaths. To be honest. Narcissistic, sadistic sociopaths who are Machiavellian manipulators, who are treating you like shapes. They use something called procreation switch. When they show a few infields or they say, I got this stats, I got this few reports, no fucking proof. You know, there are some coaches out there with no fucking proof. And then you get hooked onto it like crack because you're fucking stupid. You, they switch something in your mind. You're just like, oh, this guy gets results. I'll get results. But you got no results because these guys have no social skills. They're autistic. They're Asperger's. They have many mental illnesses. Sociopath, narcissism, sadistic, Asperger's, ADD, and a touch of like a, a little bit of um, psychotic behavior in depression. So you notice that a lot of these coaches have these, like the PUA disease. So basically for the PUA disease, if you're really good looking, right? This, I'm going to tell you guys a top secret. If you're very good looking, you have the PUA disease. They all have it. All the PUAs have something similar. I don't have the same things, but they all have something similar. If you're good looking and you are the girl's type for your SMV, right? Your natural status, you will reinforce the delusion uphill. Does that make sense? So the good looking guys will always have uphill battle. Output spiral. The guys with lower SMV will have a downward spiral. Does that make sense? But it's the same fucking delusions for a lot of these guys. That's why they're not getting like still results or the results themselves. Upward or downward spiral. It all depends on your SMV. The delusion is fed through this. And now you're thinking, holy fucking hell, John. Is this true? Is the whole industry really that fucked up? The answer is yes. In the self-development industry, right, for books and stuff, I read a lot of books, they have the same RSD type of people. They have the same sociopaths. They have the same deluded fucks. Every industry has these people. We just happen to, you look at all the biggest named dating coaches who are good marketers. They're all like this. Every single one. Every single one. ABC's attraction narcissism. You know, Queefing Casanova, psychopath. Mr. High Lay Counts. Sociopath slash psychopath, narcissist, Asperger's. You look at everyone else, your favorite coach is Charisma King, sociopath, sadistic, narcissistic, this, that. You look at London Day Game, sociopath, faking in fields, fake field reports. The whole industry is a revolving door industry. You're all sheeps, you're all here. You look at everyone else, okay? John left an instant date three minutes ago. I applied your teachings from last night and it definitely is working. I did everything you said to escape the flirt and tease depending on the how the car. Yeah, there you go. How much more fucking proof do you want? Inner circle, you learn so conversational skills. LG777. Oh, yeah, good. Congratulations. But I got to keep working on it until I get it right. Because I have no other choices. Yeah, so basically what you want to do, right, is that now that you've got the conversational skills happening, the instant date's not easy for you. You want to start focusing on keep building the connection. So like I said, the hockey puck example, if you're connecting, she, it goes forward, the meter builds. That's when you flirt. So you want to keep this going? You got to keep connecting. You got to keep digging deeper. So we're talking about game and social skills. Does that, under, does that make sense, LG? It's like life's good, like a fucking fridge. Is that, is that right, LG? Keep connecting and keep flirting. And you'll find that it's easier to bring her home. Okay, excellent. When he says, yes, sir, you see that? 
He's no longer a he's no longer a general in his life. He's just more of a soldier, and the soldier wins the battles. You see that? Is that cool? <coughs> he's doing that in front of you. He's already getting results. <coughs> Fuck. And get something to drink. Now get it later. Fuck. I'm guessing. I'm back, man. I can see me on the screen. So basically what you want to do is try to get another instant day and try to pull. And just keep connecting and keep flirting. You'll get there. You'll get there. I'll be teaching you more in the future, okay? Because I like your progress. And the truth is the escalation ladder is bullshit. I mean, romantic connection, romantic sex. I, I use all sexual. You want to sexualize it. You only want to use the least amount of romance only when you have more choice. She has to see you as a boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, use it, or husband material. Or high status, you can't use it any other way. If you're like a short Asian guy or whatever, right? For example, you're not, but if you're a short Asian guy, you probably want to go more sexual. Romance will all reject you. Same, same pageology. This is this is secret. This is like a Justin Wayne's delusion. That's why he has no testimonials. He puts you all in a downward spiral. Any more questions before I go? If you guys are liking this, give it a thumbs up. There's only four people left. I'm going to plug my site, shawnyalee.com.
Why am I keep doing that? Because when you have the best coaching in the world, like the very fucking best in Dagan, of course I'm going to fucking plug it. It's my moral responsibility to help my own people, the Asians. You know what I mean? If, if I don't fucking help the Asians, who, who's going to do it? Like, let's see here. All right, I gotta get back to work. I gotta get back to work. It doesn't seem like anyone wants to say anything. I'm just, I'm not gonna waste my fucking time if that's the case. That's my site. Check out testimonials. And realize something. For all the other dating coaches out there who just don't fuck with me because they don't. And why are you not getting testimonials? I've given the formula to the world, the source code. But you don't fucking listen. Because you don't want to admit that you because you want to make it seem like it's all fucking game. Like right here. Persuasion game. You don't want to admit that you're a white person, black person, or a tall Latino. You don't want to admit your fucking privileges. So you teach just this fucking category in the game. You're not teaching them social skills, social calibrations. You have no fucking emotions because you're a fucking sociopath. Shame on you. Shame on fucking you. Shame on you. Now you put everyone in the whole industry in a downward spiral. The sheeps with low self-esteem. This is why all these fucking dating coaches are fucking losers. And this is why you guys are failing. Because they're putting you in a downward spiral because they don't have any fucking emotional intelligence. They're just SMV. Disgusting. Disgusting. Any more questions? If there's no more questions in one minute, I'm gone. I hope you guys learn a lot from this. I hope you guys get a lot of this. Watch it. Watch all the videos. If you haven't seen all the live videos, go watch every single one of them. Again, take some notes. Get a notepad. And apply it. I mean, look at LG here. He's already getting into the dates. He already got laid just by listening to YouTube live. And now that he went to the inner circle, his game is already improving dramatically. Come on now. Yeah, he's a real fucking student, you twat. For the ones who don't think so, I mean, come on now. That's the thing, though. He just fucking did it. He just fucking did it. And that's the hard thing. Stop being in general. Just fucking do it. Follow the fucking script. Don't change a word on it. Not a karma, as Dan Penny says. If it's misspelled, send it out misspelled. The last thing you need is a fucking case study. Okay, how to get back into the game? Well, sometimes it feels like it's very hard when you take a long break, right? You want to start with very small. You can kind of like um, start doing half approaches. So if the girl is over here, for example, okay, and then you're over here. But you feel like every single time you're just like, oh, fuck, I can't approach her. Uh, you got this, what they call approach resistance. Like, oh, fuck me. Like, uh, and then she walks by. Just walk behind her like this. Don't get too close. Pretend to look at your phone and walk away. You do a few times, your approach anxiety goes down. You get used to it. You're like, ah, oh, fuck it. After you do this like fucking 20 times, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to walk by her. You do it a few times and you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to talk to her. Hey, excuse me. Oh, what is it? Uh, see what I mean? That's one way to get back into it. 
if you don't have the motivation to fucking do it, then just get yourself out there. The motivation will come later. There is no such thing as motivation. You just you have to be out there. It's kind of like a car that's like fucking on the handbrake, right? Or, or or on the neutral gear. You're not moving anywhere. You gotta push the fucking car slowly in your mind to get out there. When you're out there and you're in momentum, you're moving forward a little bit, then you're like, oh fuck it. I might as well approach. You press the gas. Hope that makes sense. Just be there. You don't feel like going to the gym, just show up. Trick your mind. Try to trick your mind. Say, I'm not gonna approach. This is this is a trick. You know how you can say this for like um in the bedroom. Don't worry, I'm not, we're not gonna have sex. I'm just gonna take off your top. No, we're not gonna have sex. I'm just gonna kiss your nipples. No, we're not gonna have sex. I'm just gonna take off the pants. Don't worry, we're not gonna have sex. And eventually you have sex. Make sense? Same fucking concept. You trick your life into going out there. Don't worry, I'm not gonna approach. I'm just gonna go to the shopping mall. Right? No problem. Don't worry, I'm not gonna approach. I'm just gonna walk up to her and not approach. I'm gonna walk halfway back. Don't worry, I'm not gonna approach. I'm just gonna walk past her. Don't worry, I'm not gonna approach. I'm just gonna say, excuse me, I want to ask for directions. And, and all of a sudden, you're fucking approaching. You're like, what the fuck? How'd I get here? Because your brain already has like a fucking handbrake. Every brain has something like a car. A car has something called a governor. A governor holds you back because it doesn't want you to go too fast or, or the car is going to break down. So a governor is kind of like just holding you back. However, if you, there's a governor in place, you can still push the car towards it. Does that make sense? You can still push the car neutral to the mall and you can press the gas there. That's what I mean. Then you realize, oh shit, you could do this with everything in life. You're lazy fuck, right? You procrastinate and shit. You're like, oh, I don't feel like making a you know, YouTube live. Guess what? I said, but I'm going to just bring my laptop downstairs. I don't feel like making YouTube live. Okay, I'm just going to bring my earphones. I'm not gonna, I don't feel like doing YouTube live. I'm just going to wear this jacket. I'm not going to make a YouTube live. I'm just going to. And eventually when you get down to it, here I am making a YouTube live. You can trick your fucking brain. That's how you get back into the game. Same with women in bedroom. I'm not going to have sex. I'm just going to take off this. I'm just, same fucking concept. Because your mind's already putting a fucking brakes on it. You can slide past the brakes by tricking your mind that you're not going to do it. Hope that fucking makes sense. If, if that is good advice and I saw a thumbs up, give another thumbs up. These are like top secret shit. I study neuroscience. I know how to bypass all this shit. Easy. Because the brain's either in a fight gear, right? The forward gear, like I am. That's why sometimes I'm not so fucking nice. I'm in the fight gear. You have the neutral gear, which is the freeze gear. This is like the fucking neutral of your car. And you got the reverse gear where you're avoiding approaching. You, you want to either go in the fight gear forward, but too much of it, you keep pressing the gas, too much cortisol, which is a stress hormone, gets flooded in your system. You want to let go of the fucking brakes or let go of the gas. You want to press at the right times. Make sense? To move forward. You don't feel like doing something? Ugh, fight gear. Ugh. And sometimes when you can't even fucking approach, you just stay in the fucking fight gear. You press the gas pedal a little bit. And then after like 15 minutes, the handbrake will be released. You go forward. You're like, oh shit, really? Yeah. You go in a fight gear because a lot of you are pussies. You see me in fighting crowd, my God, right? I'm a fighter. After enough time, you say, fuck it. I'm going to press the handbrakes down and go forward. 15 minutes, fuck. I don't feel like not approaching. A lot of you guys are in their fucking reverse gear. You're, so, you're trying to run away. Make sense? Because you're scared. Because you're pussies. 
nothing bad will happen when you approach. Unless you're like a, a lot of Asian people who are uncalibrated. The only people who gets in trouble in the malls, I've never gotten in trouble once in my whole fucking life, career, is that when they dress like shit, downward spiral. They don't make much money. You can't afford clothing. Downward spiral. When they're stereotypically Asian, downward spiral, the way they dress. No social scale is creeping her out. No emotional intelligence, no empathy creeping her out. Downward spiral. Lack of game, just all direct. You see a downward spiral. That's when you get kicked out of malls. But most of the time, you don't get kicked out. You don't get in trouble. You don't get in trouble. But another dating coach here got in trouble because he's an idiot. And he thinks, oh, good publicity is good. No, it's not. You fucking idiot. It declines your business. If you Julian Blanc it because you're a fucking sociopath. If you Julian Blanc this shit, you don't care about students. You just want to take their money. You just look at your watch. And they love it. They love it. Once he got scammed, they always like, oh, it's my fault. They always, they always blame themselves. They always say it's their fault because you're Asians and you're pussies. No, it's your fault. It's your fault. Stop blaming that. That's important. You gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta just do it, bro. Just approach, fuck what others think. That was my problem. And pussy days don't let people opinions get negative thoughts. Exactly. So the pussy gear is the reverse gear. Oh, I'm scared. I don't know what she's thinking. When you have high fucking self-esteem, right? Like LG said, right? When you dress better and you raise your self-esteem, your ego, your, those thoughts, right, disappears. Oh, I'm not sure the approach. I'm in my head. I'm not in the moment. They fucking disappear when you're high self-esteem. So therefore, there is no thoughts when I approach. There's nothing. Isn't that weird? I almost have like a zen-like experience. I'm in the moment. I look at her and I fucking approach. There's no thoughts here. It's like a light switch off. No fucking thoughts in here. None, none. Because the self-esteem, I dress nice. Equals high self-esteem. No ego, no thoughts in the left brain. And I'm not a sociopath. I don't have this fucking chatter shit like you guys do. This delusional bullshit. I don't agree with that. I dismiss that. Get it? Just fucking do it. Forward gear, backward gear, or neutral. And if some of you are in the fucking reverse gear and you're pussifying it, then you learn how to fucking fight. Learn how to fight. I might even release a video of me teaching my student in the backyard here how to fight. Crab my God. For free. Maybe I make an email list. If you guys want the video, I'll put an email list. I'll just censor his face. I, I can call it mental toughness. Maybe like a free fucking course for the pussies out there. Because a lot of students are snowflakes and like, John, you're so unrelatable. You might think, John, but, but you have to call the student. He's right here. He's, he's very weak, like I said in my other Crab Maga video. He's so weak, you got to comfort him. You got to talk to him out of his, out of his fear. You know, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Do some fucking squats, you fucking pussy. He might, oh, but John, that's unrelatable. You're scaring the snowflakes. No, you fucking idiot. Get out there and do it. Or you do squats. And I can teach you how not to be a pussy. Get in your forward fucking gear. And that's why I teach students how to fight. That's why I was teaching a student here how to fucking fight. He was scared of people. He was in the reverse gear. He's always been fucking scared of people. All the time, all his whole life. And I tell him, listen, now you can fucking fight. Now you can defend yourself. Now you can at least escape a dangerous situation. And he's like, oh shit, you're right. His fear disappeared. It's not like fucking 15 out of 10. It's just like, I don't know, like fucking five, six out of 10 now. 
you can approach. Easy. You guys get it? Forward gear, neutral, and reverse. Fight, freeze, flight. Science. There is no art. It's all a science. Any more questions? Before I go. It's almost two hours. It's a fucking long time. Hope you guys got a lot of this. It's like, oh shit. Like when John gives advice, right? Me, Johnny Lee, you're like, that makes so much fucking sense. Oh, I'll just fucking go out there and do it. I'll trick my brain. Push the car in neutral. All my advice works perfectly. It's just a fucking testimonial machine. They all work. Everything works. It's all field tested. White tall dating coaches, they teach you shit. Easier for them to get over the line. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They say, oh, John, but you're not being positive. You, you, you're looking angry. I'm, I'm afraid. Because you're afraid because your fucking self-esteem is going downwards. It's so low. Your ego is so high. So you cannot think, right? Because your left brain's affected. Your left brain's affected. So you see John Elite. Oh, he's not smiling. He's not professionally correct. I'm offended. He offended because your ego hurts. You got it? Your ego hurts. Because you have low self-esteem because you're not dressing well. You, you dress better. Guess what? You, this does not hurt. Make sense? It doesn't hurt. You're like, oh shit, that's a revelation. So you're saying, John, if I dress well, I have nice watches, nice shoes. You're saying, if I raise my self-esteem, my ego goes down and I will get offended by you. Correct, you dumb motherfuckers who are offended. Correct. That's why I have to yell because sometimes I can't get through your fucking filter because you don't want to dress well. You don't want to go in an upward spiral. You want to be in a downward spiral. That's why you fucking suck again. It's all related. No social skills, no social intelligence. No. Fuck. I hope this gets this message gets through a lot of people. I really do. So, any more questions? Got two minutes left to make questions. I write them down. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you weren't too fucking offended. Your vagina does not hurt too much. That you actually get this stuff. You don't have to like me. Like, go and fix your shit. Go fix your shit. It's all there. The source code. It's given to the whole fucking world. For free. You have no excuses now. Now you have no excuses. If you're not working on this shit, it's your fault. I want to take all the excuses away from you. Because I've given you a clear path. Nobody can say that they don't know what to do to improve their life. In the game. Nobody. No fucking body. I had decent results before but I took three years off focusing on work now I can't even approach my ego is preventing me from taking action so tell me more in detail about your ego like what's preventing you is it approach resistance or lower self esteem maybe it's approach anxiety what exactly do you feel like is the issue Sometimes when you focus too much on work, right? Your mind's not ready for a game. So you got to trick yourself. You got to trick yourself to get back out there. Don't worry. I'm just going to go for a coffee. I'm not going to approach. Just work your way back up. That's all I'm saying. It'll come back to you. Even when I take a break from the game, right? Sometimes I do that. But it's like Michael Jordan, you know? You, you dribble your basketball just a little bit more. You're like, eh, maybe, maybe I'm not going to play basketball. I'm just going to dribble. I'm just going to take a fucking shot. 
Don't worry. I'm not, oh, it went in. But don't worry. I'm not going to play the game. It's a momentum. Yeah, phone numbers don't mean shit sometimes. But my mentor has like 100% of the girls coming out here or on a date on numbers. You see, that's really fucked up. The Pakistani mentor. He was just here walking by. 100% success rate or 96%. Like, what the fuck? He even flakes on girls now. There's too many. Not a good looking guy. Just like everyone else. Normal. Numbers are not the most important. Maybe you should think about instant dates and try to pull them to set the frame. It depends on the person. For him, he has amazing success rate. But that's unusual. It's just like I have the most student results in the world. That's unusual. It's like bending gravity. But... I don't care about results, getting a phone number, I'll be happy. Yeah, maybe that's a problem because you just put too much pressure on yourself. Stop thinking. Raise your fucking self-esteem. Stop thinking. You're getting in your head. That's the problem. Because now you're probably dressing like shit a little bit more than before. You're probably getting a little bit chubbier. You're probably losing a little bit of your looks. And, and now you're in your fucking head. You're not socializing as much. It doesn't flow. But it's okay. Like I said, Michael Jordan. And come back. Remember, Michael Jordan retired once in basketball. He retired. But then when he started dribbling again, he got even better the second time around. Okay? When you take a break, you process all that shit for three years. That's fine. Go back out there. Get one of my programs. Elite 30 or, you know, Elite Playbook. You get the results like everyone else. I'm not sure if you're my student or not. I'm not sure. But that, that could be the thing to get back in the game. You want something that gets you all the results, testimonials and shit, then just get my programs. It's a cheap fucking investment. If this is going to save you in your game and save you years of work right here, investment, high income skills, money, investments. If this investment can improve all these other areas, the whole thing, it's worth it. That's why I think. I'm surprised that not everyone has my programs. I'm fucking shocked, to be honest. I was like, oh, fuck. I remember when I first started, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm surprised that not everyone's just getting my program because they're, oh, Elite 30, that's good. You know, sometimes like for Elite 30 and you're getting decent results, that's, that's really good. So that program helps. Sometimes you need to go back to Elite 30. So if you're going back out there, do the 30-day challenge again. For hard cases, I'd rather you do every single day like three fucking times. Right? Impossible cases, maybe like four times. So the first day was like, you know, having happy, fun, carefree, positive vibe, right? Go back out there and fucking do it again. Simple. Just do the 30-day challenge. You'll be forced to go back out like before when you got the results. So you got results from my program, it seems. Again, another student. Success leaves close. I'm not surprised, to be honest. I'm not surprised. Because why is he beat 30? Just get back and just do the fucking challenge again. Social calibrations. It's all here. And make sure that you don't know, get your fashion back up. Copy my students so you can feel better about your self-esteem and go back up there in the game. You'll be more clear-headed. Hope that makes sense. So. If you guys are liking this, give it a thumbs up. Give them a thumbs up for another student getting results. So I'm not even surprised. I don't even need the fucking testimony. I can screenshot this. And oh, another testimony. I don't give a fuck. It's a great, it's great. But maybe consider getting the elite playbook. The playbook, right? You have elite 30. The playbook's built on top. 
And what makes it work better is the Skype with me. Make sense? Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. Just keep killing out there. Just but consider getting that playbook. That playbook for 500 bucks USD. It's not so much the playbook that's that's a special part. The playbook is more like the lecture. It's the Skype that makes everything work. You know what I mean? When you talk with me, that's then the playbook starts to make more sense. At first, people look at the playbook and it's like it's the Bible. It's not always my newest game. It's like my 2016 game, but it works very well. I have to delete some of the shit in there. I'm gonna update it. I'll update the playbook now. I forgot to tell you guys. I'm gonna use one of the inner circle videos and I'm gonna update the playbook. I'm gonna add the six frames to it. New openers, adaptive openers, and also like a indirect. I'm gonna cut out all the creative neutral direct bullshit for positive stereotypes who are higher SMV. Fuck that shit. Or direct is gonna be all cut out. I don't teach it in my fucking boot camps ever, ever. It's retarded. It's autistic. It's socially uncalibrated. And you don't fit in the fucking frame. But that's what I recommend. So, yeah. I mean, if, if it already fucking works, right? Because students always have both products. If it already fucking works, then whatever. Or you can join Inner Circle. Da you know, dabble it with a new concept. And then consider getting a playbook. It's not because I want to sell to you because it puts money in my pocket and shit like that. It's no, because I know it fucking works. It's the only fucking product that works. Both of these ones. Elite 30, as you can see, it works. I mean, you're proof right there. I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of you. Go through a 30 day challenge again. And who the fuck says you can't go through it again and again and again? It's an asset. You invest in it. Go do the 30 day challenge. Hell, even focus on those days that you suck at. You can't stand 45 degrees and just focus on it for three fucking days. Huh? Why not? I'm surprised people are not practicing the Elite 30 all the time, like every single day for months and months because you'd be a fucking master of game in a very short amount of time. There's all social skills and social calibrations and that makes up more than 50% of the chart. Conversational skills is in both the products. Right? You already got 50% of the game just by working on the Elite 30. The other one playbook has more of the vibes, like the bottom half. And also the, you know, how to incitate the pole to lay, turn her to a girlfriend from a fuck buddy. Stuff like that's in the playbook. And also the Skype is all the new concepts. Because a lot of these concepts are new here. I'm constantly coming up with new concepts, but I'm thinking like, like that's painting. You see that? Michelangelo made that. It's David. Okay? He's like a chisel. Before, it was like a little bit rough, the stone. Imagine now my game's more chiseled. So what's happening now is that everything's more refined. But it's the same fucking results. It's not just poles. They're getting lays this year more. It's almost everyone's lay. They're not just pulling. So you can see it's more refined now compared to before. The details are there. It's getting more and more closer to the pure game. Hope that makes sense. Oh, I have to go. The earphones have issues. I'm not sure if you guys can hear me. Can you guys hear me? This is long enough. I got, uh, well, yeah. I, I, I'll end on a good note.
still get results. Bye.